0: The Dallas Stars took a disappointing loss at home to their rivals, the Colorado Avalanche, on Sunday. On today's show, we will break down the entire game, talk about what went wrong for this Stars team being outplayed physically, not being able to establish themselves on the power play, and then we'll wrap up by taking an overall bird's-eye view look at this coming week. All of this coming up on a Monday edition of Locked on Stars. You're Locked on Stars. Every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars, credentialed member of the media. It is Monday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day to all. Hope this is a great start to your week, that your Monday is off to a fantastic start. We're going to have a good week, folks, even though the Dallas Stars lost on Sunday. Uh, that means we can only go up from here. Am I right? Uh, going to be a good week all around for me, and I hope the same for you as well. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Well, like I said, folks, a tough loss yesterday afternoon. The Dallas Stars dropping a game 4-0 to against their rivals, the Avalanche from Colorado. And they're going to do it all again on Tuesday night. we got to break down this game on today's show. But before we do that, do you want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast. Wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform, we are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. But without any further hesitation, let's get right to it. Talking about yesterday's matchup between the Stars and the Avs playing before the kickoff of Super Bowl 56, uh, which at the time of recording this, that game has not gone down yet. But uh, I'm predicting right now that the Bengals win this game on a last second field goal uh, from McPherson. Their kicker has been lights out and I'll uh, show on YouTube. Um, still the game has not happened yet. So in case my theory is right, this is my proof, uh, which of course you guys know, if you listen, I'm not always right about my theories, but thought I'd have a little fun with that and throw that out there and see if I can play the role of NFL fortune teller. But you guys aren't here to listen to my bad NFL takes you are here to listen to me talk about the Dallas stars and the Colorado avalanche. And this is a weird game because the stars did get shut out which, of course, is never good. This is, I believe, the third time that's happened this season, once in San Jose, once at home against the Washington Capitals a few weeks ago, and then now at home against the Colorado Avalanche. Darcy Kemper had a fantastic game. And Braden Holtzby, not the worst game in his return, certainly uh, could have asked for a lot more. I think the third goal that he gave up to, uh, I believe that was uh, Nicholas Abe Kubel. Yeah, that goal was weird, kind of almost at the blue line, at the very top of the slot. I think that's a shot Holtby we should have seen coming, and especially given his pedigree, uh, that is a weird one to see him give up. And at that moment, that was kind of the the straw that broke the camel's back because at that point, the Stars were only down 2-0, and it still felt like they had a shot. Uh, but There was about six, seven minutes left in the game at that point. 3-0 deficit, certainly hard to overcome. And then, of course, he didn't give up the fourth goal because he wasn't in the net. Uh, but at that point, the the referees, I guess, were tired and wanted to go home because Miro Heiskanen clearly tripped up by Gabriel Landeskog, but player safety is not important when uh, your best team in the league is up by three, and uh, they trip a guy, and it could have been a dangerous play, but I digress. Uh, The NHL refs hate Miro Hayeskin, but that's another topic for another day. Overall, though, the Stars didn't play their worst game, despite what the scoreboard might say. They've certainly had worse games, I would argue. Only two penalty minutes recorded. Definitely not bad in that regard. Always a good day when the Stars stay out of the penalty box, which they did a good job on, and the one time that they did send a player to the box, they were able to kill the penalty which the penalty kill has actually been very very good since the end of the all-star break the dallas stars were successful in the face-off circle winning over 50 percent of the face-offs i believe the split was actually 59 to 41 percentage wise so almost 60 40 there on face-off percentage splits which is always a good sign for the stars typically and shots on goal was relatively close 30 to 23 in favor of the avalanche avalanche definitely led in that regard at the end of the first period but then dallas even things up in the second Colorado got a little bit more opportunity in the third period, but good to see Dallas racking up those opportunities later in the game. Certainly would have loved to see them rack up more in the first. And that's overall not to say uh, that the Stars you know, got shut out because of lack of trying. They had plenty of opportunities to score. They just could not find the back of the net. Tanner Caro almost got a goal in the second frame, but of course the referees did call that one off. Clearly not a goal. Very, very close, but did not cross the lines by any means. The top line shut down. Uh, which is just always weird to see. Joe Pavelski still feels like he's due for a big game. Been a long time since we've talked about him scoring a goal that wasn't in the all-star game and even recording a single point. uh, He's very much cooled off since his return from Vegas and, They're going to need them on this road trip, the Stars will. Uh, That's the easy way to put it, because they have some tough, a very tough game on Tuesday. But, of course, playing even in Chicago and Arizona, uh, always difficult to play on the road in the National Hockey League. But I think the biggest takeaway from this game is just the physical side of it. The Stars looked outmatched from start to finish. It looked like Colorado was just a step ahead the entire game. Uh, Wherever the puck was, there was at least one Avalanche player there to get it, whether they were on offense or on defense. They were just there smothering the puck, smothering Stars players. The Dallas Stars just really couldn't breathe throughout the game. They just always had avalanche players surrounding them at all times, made it very, very difficult for them to operate. There was really no consistent offensive pressure, and Colorado just looked faster and hungrier. This is a physically more gifted team, Colorado, I would argue. I think that's a fair assessment. They certainly have a lot younger men on their roster overall the stars have one of the oldest rosters in the nhl but physically you would think the team like the stars could hang with them uh, just big physical bodies whether that's jamie Benn, tyler sagan yanni hawkenpaw guys that you know typically uh, are enforcers on the Stars team not afraid of hits i i don't I, they just looked outmatched physically uh, and definitely not saying that the stars didn't want this game more i hate that narrative in sports i think that's a dumb narrative that team a oh team a wanted this game more than team b uh, Team B just didn't want it bad enough I think that's a stupid argument especially in this case uh, the Stars right on the cusp of a playoff spot still in the playoff hunt despite this loss uh, they know where they stand position wise and they know this is kind of the last two raw for a lot of the guys on this roster so I think that's a dumb argument that the stars didn't want to win this game but I do agree with what uh Daryl Razor had to say on the broadcast uh Birthday boy yesterday was Daryl Razor. Unfortunately, the Stars not able to get a win on his big day, but he made a point that the Stars just looked like a team that had been at home for maybe a little bit too long, which I think is a fair argument. It feels like ages ago that it was Sergei Zubov night uh, against the Washington Capitals. Of course, an all-star break in the middle there extends the six-game homestand, but I think maybe the Stars have just grown a little bit too comfortable playing within the confines of the American Airlines Center. Maybe this road trip will, oddly enough, be a breath of fresh air for them. That feels like a weird thing to say with a Dallas Stars team, especially one like this season where they haven't necessarily played well on the road, but maybe just, you know, kind of going through the motions, if you will, being at home for an extended period of time, which I'm sure they're glad for being with their families, not having to travel as much. But I, I think they maybe were just a little bit too complacent and they played way too stagnant, which you just can't do against a team like the Colorado Avalanche because they're not going to play stagnant. They're going to play hard 100% every single night because their team with a ton of talent primed to make a run for the Stanley Cup this season. So you can't, play anything less than your A-game against this Avs team. And hopefully we will see the Dallas Stars bring their A-game in Colorado on Tuesday because things can't really get much worse, you you would say. Uh, 4-0 loss is pretty bad, but knowing the Stars team, they can always find a way to give us a new low. And hopefully we won't see that. Hopefully we will see a little bit more fight physically from the Stars on Tuesday night. Today's episode is brought to you by Bilt Bar. Built Bar Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a new fan favorite with some incredible flavors, including yummy cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, and banana cream pie. So many delicious flavors, these are going to be your new favorite if you are a Built Bar fan. All built Bars, like I said, are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, including the Puffs, 100% real chocolate. They're also low-calorie, high-protein, so they allow you to replace your candy bars. They are better for you, Built Bars are. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from 200 to 300 calories, while the built Bar is very, very low in calories and going to be a lot healthier for, healthier for you while still keeping that amazing taste. You can go to Bilt.com right now and use promo code lock 15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at com. Well, jumping back into today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day, continuing to break down yesterday afternoon's tough loss between uh, the Stars and the Avalanche. The Stars losing by a score of 4-0 to zero at the hands of the Avs. And I think the next biggest takeaway from this game, and really for the Dallas Stars since the return from the All-Star break has been the struggle for their power play. The power play has been something that the Stars have leaned on all season. It's been consistently a top 10 and even at times top 5 power play unit in the league, but they've really come out cold ever since the All-Star break. And even a little bit before the All-Star break, they were struggling quite some time. The season, This season, the Stars average a power play percentage that has been about 24.6%. So about 25% of the time, the Dallas Stars are Recording a goal on the power play, that's one out of every four attempts, and that's pretty good in this day's NHL. But since the start of this homestand, so dating back to January 28th when they played the Washington Capitals, the Stars power play percentage has dropped to a staggering 13.6%. So that is a considerable drop from the season average what they've been doing really ever since this six game homestand started meaning they've gone three for 22 on the power play which is not ideal and very reminiscent of the stars that we saw early in the season uh three for 22 on the power play is 22nd in the nhl somehow not the worst power play in the league uh still a consi- i guess 10 teams below them which to me was pretty astonishing to know that there's 10 other teams who have been worse on the power play during that six game stretch for the stars. But nonetheless, I I guess that's good news. We'll take that even though 22nd is certainly not something to be proud of, especially given the success that the power play has had for the stars this season. And it's just an absolute shame because like I said, they've relied on it so heavily this season. And especially even back during that win streak in November and December, it seemed unstoppable. It really just seemed like an inevitability that if you gave the stars the opportunity on the man advantage, they were going to record a point and just, absolutely ruin your day uh, from a game plan perspective. And I think a big part of that, especially in yesterday's game, was the absence of John Klingberg, who missed with an upper body injury. He was dearly missed, not just on the power play, but in general. Klingberg's actually had some really good games coming out of the All-Star break and even a little bit before maybe starting to turn a new leaf for this season. And he's also just such a key component to the Stars' power play success, kind of playing quarterback on the power play unit, if you will, up there at the blue line. He had four points. Klingberg has since January 28th. So the start of that homestand uh, with a plus two on the plus minus scale, which is very good considering where he's been throughout the season. Seeing him in the plus at all is a great thing for the stars right now while he's still on their team and four points. Three of those points were on the power play. So a lot of the power play success that the stars have had, which has been very, very few, uh, has been part of John Klingberg's contribution. And again, they went Three for 22 on the power play. Klingberg has three points on the power play in that stretch. So you do the math. That means John Klingberg was involved in getting an assist on all three of the successful power plays from that game against the Caps up until now um, on that six-game homestand. Dallas really is going to need him back in Colorado. Hopefully his upper body injury is not too significant because he is just such a key piece to this team. I know that he feels kind of undervalued right now, maybe underappreciated, looking for a trade, looking to be on another team either this season before the deadline or at least at the end of the season once his contract has expired, which is sad. But while he's still on this this Dallas roster, the Stars desperately need him in order to stay competitive consistently throughout their games on the power play, on defense, and just on offense in general. He's such a vital piece to this roster, racking up a ton of assists, not as many goals this season, which we of course love to see more of. But again, he can't get those goals if he's not on the ice. So very, very much hoping that John Klingberg's injury is not too significant because the stars very much need him. Uh, And, You know, the Stars have found ways to win in this kind of, you know, six-game homestand, especially outside of the All-Star break, picking up those wins against Nashville and Winnipeg, despite not having very much success on the power play overall. But again, against a team like Colorado, you have to be firing on all cylinders. You can't have a weak spot in your game because the Avalanche will find that weakness and they will take advantage of it. And today they took advantage of it by... You know, scoring goals on their end, which is never an issue for their team, but then shutting down that Stars power play. The Stars just looked helpless, even there, even though they were up a man. Colorado just so physically imposing that it seemed like Dallas could never really establish themselves, having to pass the puck around a lot and not really settling for any kind of consistent shots. Very, very frustrating. And so they very much need Klingberg to help bring some, you know, consistency back to the power play on this road trip. And it's all going to start in Colorado yeah and it just goes beyond colorado they're going to play a ton of other really good teams this back half of the season whether it's toronto whether it's nashville again you know they have a date with nashville coming up in just you know a couple of weeks they'll play winnipeg again a lot of these really good central division teams minnesota they'll play a few more times this season there's still a ton of talent left on the schedule for the stars. And if they're looking to have any sense of urgency, they really need to pick up the power play and get back to what's working. I think that they're just in a slump right now. And once the power play comes back, I think stars will continue to rack up wins. Like we saw them do in the earlier stages of the season, when it was one of, if not the best power play unit in the entire national hockey league. (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full swing for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information that you need head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action BetOnline.net, where the game starts. And to close out today's episode of locked on stars, getting you started off on this Monday, the right way, your host Dane Lewis at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter and the show. At Stars, be sure to give us a follow at both of those places. Just kind of taking a moment of deep breath for myself and also for you. It's sad that the Stars lost this game to the Avalanche. It's frustrating given that they came out of the All-Star break kind of on fire, beating the Preds and then, of course, beating the Winnipeg Jets. Two big divisional wins. But I feel like this loss to Colorado isn't too shocking. Of course, I predicted them to win. I expected it to be a lot more of a high-scoring affair from both teams. Again, I was wrong on that prediction. But I think things... Well, for the most part, be okay for the Stars team. They do have a tough start to this week, now having to travel to Colorado to take on the Avalanche. That's always a tough game to play, even before this season, always tough to play Colorado and their building. They have a very, very passionate fan base, and, of course, just tough to play in the high altitude. I always think it's interesting to watch other teams play professional sports or just sports in general in these high-elevation cities like Denver, uh, whether it's the Broncos, the Avalanche, the Rockies. Um, You know, it's just so interesting and weird, even the Nuggets, even in the NBA. I know there's always people say, well, the air center. And, you know, maybe that adds an advantage to the home team because they're more used to it. And I think that, you know, trickles its way into hockey. So a tough start this week for the Dallas Stars. But then after that, they get a two day break. Of course, they'll be on the road away from Dallas. But again, maybe playing on the road. Will be kind of a reset for this stars team then you know they get a two-day break they get wednesday and thursday off and then they will be playing in chicago on friday night against the blackhawks a team that they're better than a team that they've already beaten so far this season uh this again another one of those makeup games from back when games were getting canceled and postponed due to COVID 19 and so this is a makeup game and then they will travel to face arizona on sunday another inferior opponent that they've beaten twice this season once in their own building and you know it's nice that the stars don't have a back-to-back on this road trip like they did on their previous road trip, having two back-to-backs there. So even if they drop this game against Colorado on Tuesday, I think they have a great chance to come away with a 2 and one record on this road trip. I think they should be able to beat Chicago and Arizona, especially with that nice two-day break. Even though it is on the road, uh, the stars not really having too long a break since the start of the since the pickup from the All-Star break. Really, only one day breaks in between games, so a nice breath of fresh air for the boys there. That I think will really benefit them in the long run and get them geared up to play some of these weaker teams in the Central Division. And even if they lose on Tuesday, Dallas absolutely needs to find a way to fight hard in this game against Colorado. Like I said earlier, they need to bring their A game from the get-go, from the puck drop. It's going to be such a grind in this game. The fans are going to be against them. The team is going to be playing hard. They play very well in their own building. They had... What an 18 game win streak, 19 game win streak in their own building earlier this season that eventually the Coyotes did break. So, uh, we've seen it done. We've seen literally the worst team in the NHL beat the best team in the NHL in their own building. So, there is hope that the Dallas Stars can come in and pull the upset. And again, like I said, going into this Sunday matchup, uh, the ideal situation would be a one and one split. Um, Colorado Avalanche have now, you know, won the first game and Dallas has an opportunity to play spoiler in their own building and take the lead on the season series. This will be the last matchup between the Stars and the Avs this season, only playing three games, uh, which is bittersweet but mostly sweet <laughs> because just because this is such a tough team to play nice that this will be the last time they see them unless they potentially meet in the playoffs, which could very well be a reality if Dallas grabs one of these two wild card spots. They could get matched up with Colorado, who is all but likely going to be the one seed in the Central Division and could very well be the top seed coming out of the Western Conference. And so Dallas needs to hit the ground running in Colorado and play the Avalanche very tough. And even if they lose, I think it helps sets the tone for the road trip early on. And you carry over some of that intensity to Chicago on Friday, and then you play an intense, hard-fought game there, hopefully come out with the win, and then carry that over to Arizona on Sunday. A struggling, reeling team. And the Coyotes and the Blackhawks' uh, opportunity to assert yourself as another dominant force in this division and it's encouraging for the stars overall because they've shown us recently that they can actually win games on the road i know that's been a huge talking point this season is the stars seemingly you know inability to win road games this season very much struggling but then right before the all-star break they rattle off four straight road wins were any of those opponents really good solid nhl competition no you could uh, make an argument that those are some of the bottom teams of the league outside of maybe detroit who's having a good season but still not going to be a playoff team but nonetheless. Great to see the Stars actually string together some road wins. And again, uh, I'm a broken record at this point on the show. This road trip could be a nice new change of scenery for the Stars team, especially playing in Chicago and Arizona. Hard to win games on the road in the NHL, but teams that they are better than and that they can match up nicely with, they just cannot come out flat. But I think having to play a game in Colorado on Tuesday will help set the tone as far as intensity for the Stars team. And I think these guys you know, have enough experience and veteran leadership on this team to handle that responsibly and to handle that well and to carry that over as an entire unit. And they're still very much alive in the playoff race, so a loss like this one that they took on Sunday shouldn't rattle the team, so it shouldn't rattle us as fans. This is a good Colorado team. It makes sense. It makes sense that the Stars lose a game like this. And again, they have a chance to play spoiler on Tuesday night. It's very unlikely, but stranger things have happened, and professional sports are freaking weird. Uh, so for all we know, the Stars could come out and win 7-0. to zero. They won't do that, but, you know, stranger things have happened. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. And I'll go make your second listen of the day, the Locked on Bets podcast, the Super Bowl. Maybe over, but you can still place bets on the NBA, NHL, MLB is possibly coming up this season if the lockout can ever end. Uh, But be sure to check out the Lockdown Bets podcast if you're planning on making any sports bets in the near future. Guys, thank you so much again for tuning into the show. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Lockdown Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Dane Double underscore Lewis and the show on Twitter at LockedOnStars. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for a preview of this coming stars Ads game that will be taking place in Colorado, giving you a full preview of this matchup and what to be on the lookout for. We'll see you there, Stars fans. Have a great Monday.